of course my fan starts to kick on right when I'm trying to record a podcast. But hello, welcome to a new episode of the Buns of Steel podcast. My name is Jenna Brady, if you didn't already know. Um, what's up? How's it going? Have we taken a rest this week? Have we um, remembered to drink water and make sure you're hydrated and did you use, um, you know, make sure your hair looks good and make sure you use your hairspray before you go to class so that your teacher doesn't yell at you that you look like a slob going to class. Are we good? Are we awake? I'm, I'm awake. I'm awake. I drank caffeine today, so I'm all good. Everything's good. I just got out of a ballet class, which was very nice. And now I'm on my flexi stretcher, which is no surprise to anyone here. Um... I took a week off from the podcast last week, and I'm glad I did because now I have so much to talk about. I'm really excited. Couple of things. Um, well, let's first talk about today. So today um, is a Tuesday, and I'm recording this after I took core power and a ballet class. Um, and normally, I take classes on take dance classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So today, Tuesday, is no different. The last time we talked, um, I told you that I was going to take a break next week. And I did. I took a break. And it was freaking fantastic. I've never done that before. I've never been able to listen to myself and what I need like that before. Um because I knew I was like, I feel fatigued. I feel disinterested. I feel just like there's a lot going on in the brain. And I don't have the mental capacity to remember these combinations or take this class the way it deserves to be taken. And I felt that I was feeling that. And I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I need to Take a, take a second, take a week off, not take my two classes, my Tuesday, Thursday class, and just, just you know, do something else. Like maybe I'll catch up on my runs or not or whatever I feel. And I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a grown woman. And I feel grown and I feel mature because I listened to myself and I listened and I said to myself, you're tired. You need a small break or, you know, a little time off from taking class. You love rehearsal. You have to be at rehearsal. You can't do, you can't take off from rehearsal. Um, core power and running don't really take up a lot of space in my brain. So taking class, not taking class, it is. Um, which is fine because I have class cards for both of those, for both of those places that I take class and that just means I don't spend money that day. And I'm like, okay, spend, save a little bit of money, you know, whatever. It's great. Um, I realized that week that we talked, I was like, I need a break. Is because I had so much going on with choreography and with like myself learning choreography and then myself setting choreography on other studios and all of that. That's a lot. That's a lot of information flying around the space in the noodle in the noggin and I was like I was so right and so intuitive to be like I need I need a second I need a second off 
and now I feel awesome. Um, last week, let's see. Yeah. Last week I took class. I'm getting a text. Sorry. Um, last week I took class. It was the week before I did it, I think. Yep. Yep. Last week I took class. So it was the week before. Um, and today, and I didn't really feel any different, you know, coming back. Sometimes if you take a week off, it's like, oh my God, I feel rusty. I feel crusted. I feel um, busted. But it was one of those times where I didn't really feel like that because, you know, I was still going to rehearsal and we still took our ballet class on Friday and half of a ballet class, a ballet bar on Wednesday. Um, and I was doing core power and I was still doing my three runs a week. So it wasn't even like I was losing any fitness. I was just like literally clearing up space in the old noggin, which again, felt very good. So if you ever feel like you need to take a break or like just pull away for a second um, from any activity at all, just do it. Just do it. It's It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you um, don't deserve the things that you have. And it doesn't mean that um, everyone else is stronger than you. Um, You know yourself the best. And this is something that I have always struggled with. And I'm sure sure, um, other dancers and other, you know, people that have activities they struggle with when you don't want to do something it's like nope you have to push through you have to do it you know whatever you have to do it to achieve your goals um but sometimes it's counterintuitive and sometimes you listen to that voice that's like I do need a break I do need just a breath to get myself together and then I'll start back up next week and you know what I'll actually be looking forward to next week because I took that break when I felt like I needed it. And now I'm like, okay, now I'm ready. Now I'm ready to keep going and take different classes and blah, blah, blah. So listen to that little voice in your head um, when she tells you, you're tired. You don't really want to be here. Um, Is there any way you can take next week off? Or is there any way you can take any type of small break from this or not do every single ounce of work you know that you, that you're maybe you're supposed to do quote unquote supposed to do but you know you can get away with waiting on it for a week or 3 days or whatever um that then just do it do it friend i'm here for you do it i'm telling you to do it um i'm not telling you to um negate responsibilities, uh, pay your bills, um, go to work, um, you know, be a productive member of society. I'm not telling you to do that. School, I'm not telling you to not go to school. Um, You know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm saying those extra little things that you just don't have mental capacity for. Don't do it this week. Wait until next week. Take two weeks off and then go back. And I'm telling you that you can. I'm giving you permission. I had to give myself permission, and now I'm giving you permission. So you're welcome. It's okay. It's okay. So anyways, fast forward to this week. I feel good. Um, I normally take Patrick Solomon, Solomina's class. I think that's how you say his last name. Um, but Laura Wade was subbing for him. 
And usually this class is packed, but some, you know, a lot of times when there's a sub, the class is a little bit smaller just because people are expecting that person in class. But I think one of his family members was not feeling well, so um, he didn't come, which is fine. And Laura Wade subbed for him and always love her, always love the queen Laura Wade. And I was thinking to myself, because it was literally, I was the first one there in, in the studio, which isn't. I'm usually the first one there. So I like to get there early and get a good spot at the bar. Um, but okay, now I'm at my flexi stretcher point and I now I'm hurting. Okay. We're gonna see what happens. Um, and so for literally for 20 minutes, I was the only one in the studio. And I'm looking around like, I I don't want to be the only one in this class. I can barely do the petit allegro um on my own. Like, there's no way I'm going to be able to, sur- to survive if I'm the only one in this godforsaken class. I'm freaking out. I'm freaked out. I'm sitting on the f- studio floor and I'm like, holy, holy cannolis. I don't know what I'll do <laughs> if I'm the only one in this class. Will they cancel it? I don't want that because I'm here and I wanted to do this class. Um, So... I wasn't. There were five or six people that came in at the last minute, and I was like, thank God. Okay, now I'm, like, coming up from my flexi stretcher. Oh, ow. Ow! Although I am killing it now with the flexibility. I think my legs are getting better. Okay. Ow! We're good. We're good. I'm back. Um, And it was a really nice class. It was a very solid through line, like a theme. Sometimes ballet classes have themes, not like what you're thinking right now of like, oh, a beach theme. Oh, um, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about like college parties, like ABC theme. No, it's not an ABC theme, anything but clothes. It's not uh, anything like that. It's like there was a lot of seesaw action. So a seesaw is a jump that goes from two feet to one foot. So you're in fifth, you'll take your, either your front or your back foot and you'll jump off of two feet, land on one foot and then slide the other foot back into fifth position. That's a seesaw. You're welcome. Um, and there's a lot of seesaw action. There was a lot of like turning around, a lot of changing directions, um, lots of little hints to uh, a grand jeté. Um like at the bar, sometimes you can really tell um, in college, this was like a really big thing for my ballet professor to have a have a really obvious through line so that you can spot you can spot things at the bar that you're going to do in the center. And a really, really good ballet teacher um, will have those moments. So like, for example, if you are standing at the bar and you're about to do Grand Ma. And maybe as like a little embellishment at the end, the teacher tells you to brush your inside bar leg up and you're on releve and then you kind of tombe, you kind of fall onto that front foot and then you land in an arabesque with your outside leg back in arabesque and then you pas de bras to turn around the other side. That is an indicator that you're probably going to do grand jeté in the center. I know that sounds kind of weird to anyone listening that kind of doesn't know what I'm talking about, but um, 
there's there's through lines. And like I said, really good ballet teachers will have a through line or not. But a lot of the times, good ballet teachers will have a through line of each class. And this one was definitely Cison and Grand Jeté. And it can be as easy as that. I remember in college, there'd be through lines like circular through lines and um, reversing. We'd reverse everything. We'd do like the, the, the frontal version and then the reverse. Um, we would do, yeah, like Cison beats anything that there would be like a huge beating like beat 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 you know type of thing and everything would just be beating though every combination would have a beat in it um things like that so i really appreciated that i was like oh this is like really comprehensive and this is really cool and i love when i'm right and when i'm able to see those things and i'm like gosh i'm so smart you know i knew i knew we were going to do grandjete in the center i knew we were going to do so many c zones because she gave it away in the in the the bar um so it was good it was a really good class it was really small so we got a lot done obviously we jumped for 20 minutes because laura loves to jump and um it was awesome it was a really good class i felt like she really gave everyone um good solid things to think about and good solid corrections and you know good things and you know things we need to work on um, which I always appreciate with teachers. Um, I understand some, a lot of times it doesn't always happen. You know, you can't give everyone the time of day, but when there's six people in the class and everyone's kind of like really in it, like we were today, um, I think it's really cool when they're, when the teacher recognizes that and is able to, you know, give, sprinkle them with information and stuff to think about. So really liked that. Um, core power this morning was good. I'm not really going to talk a whole lot about it because it's just core power. But um, along with like the through lines in the classes, kind of like what we we're talking about, there's a person that teaches at core power and she's brand spanking new. And, you know, I talked to her and we're friends and whatever, but she's brand spanking new. And from like the teacher training and she doesn't change her class for the class. So I go at 6 a.m., um, which sounds crazy, but it's not because I live 0.3 miles away. So I will just walk there. Um, so I don't have to wake up at like 4.30. <laughs> I wake up pretty late and then I get ready really quick and then I go. Um, and you have to change your class. So if you're a teacher, I don't know how many teachers listen to this, but hello if you're a teacher. Um, you have to read the room. And if your students are asking you for harder information or a more intense workout or um, they're just clearly, I mean, I don't, we, no one wakes up at 4.30 in the morning to go to a 6 a.m. class and not sweat <laughs> and not work hard. So that's my whole thing with her. And I don't want to like be like, meh, meh, you need to like make it harder, meh, meh, meh. But she should know. And I did talk to her a little bit and I was like, hey, like, you know, uh, how do you like core power? Because I, I kind of work there, too. How do you like core power? You know, have you ever have you had a chance to take any other classes? Because if you have, then you would know that other classes are really hard, really a lot harder than yours. I did not say that, of course, um, but I wanted to. And she goes, oh, no, I haven't taken anyone else's classes yet. And I go, oh, 
course in my head i'm like of course she hasn't um and she was and i was like well if you do have any time to take another class i will go you know to this person and this person um their classes are really intense and she's kind of like yeah like and this class is really intense like i'm trying to tell everyone to slow down and i was like well i was like well no this 6 a.m. class is pretty intense. We don't really want to slow down. Like, I don't wake up at whatever time in the morning, the butt crack of dawn, to not do a workout, to not, like, get what I, you know, woke up for. And she kind of was like, oh. She was like, oh, okay. Um, all right. And you know what? If I need to make it harder, I will. I'll just, I'll, I'll go faster. I'll do mountain climbers. I'll hold a plank. You know, I'll do extra squats. I'll do jump squats when we're not, when we're not necessarily doing any of those things just so that I get what I want out of the class. Um, but I don't know, just a little side note. If you're a teacher, read the room, have a plan and then don't be married to the plan and then have a harder version and have an easier version on hand or in your brain. Because, you know, that that really helps um, because you don't want to be fighting your students being like being like, actually, if you go slower, it's harder. Everyone literally looks around and goes, what? <laughs> no, that's not like I, I mean, maybe if you're like doing a slow push up, like four counts down, four counts up. Yeah, maybe that's a little bit harder than one count down, one count up that, for a push up. But if you're like doing mountain climbers or jumping jacks, generally the faster you go, the harder it is. So guess what? I'm going to do the faster ones because I want to kill it in this workout this morning. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, and she kind of laughs at because I, I work there. So we're kind of friends. So she, she kind of laughs at me like, you know, you were you were doing your your mountain climbers. And I'm like, yep, like, you know, you got I, I wanted to be sore today or whatever. I just made a little joke. But I want I like she will. She'll get it. Um, but yeah, just a little side note. If you're a teacher. Oh, <sighs> OK. Amazing. Intro catching up over let's get to the real beef of the episode and if you're vegan the real chickpeas of the episode that sounds crazy um recently um uh well, something has been brought to my attention about heart rate um my boyfriend is also into fitness he's a really big help he's very well read about um fitness and the body and he's also you know, going into the medical industry, um, medical fields, I should say. And it's, you know, it's part of his job to like be aware of the body and different studies and different discoveries and things like that. So he's been helping me with um, specifically my, my running um, because your girl, not a runner, but I do run three times a week, I try to run three times a week. Um, does that make me a runner? I don't know. My times are so bad. So I don't think I'm a runner, um, but I do run. I'm not a runner, but I do run. And I'm telling him, you know, just like how how frustrated I am with running. And I never seen I have I've been running consistently really since 2018. So almost three years since I graduated college. So almost three years I've been consistently running. I got into running because I wanted to do triathlons and I still do them. And I felt, and I am an active person, of course. And when I go to the gym, I feel like I'm training for dance 
and sometimes it's kind of arbitrary. So I found that if I'm training for something like triathlon, um, there's a goal, a different goal in mind. And I also get what I want from the triathlon training with dance. So it kind of goes really well. Um, so he's telling me, he's like, well, what's your heart rate? What's your heart rate throughout the time that you're running? And stay with me. I will tie this back to dance. I swear. I swear. So if you're not a runner, um, there's a point. So he's like, he's like, what's your heart rate throughout this whole thing? And I'm like, well, I try to like, you know, hit my max every time I run. And he's like, oh my God. He's like, really? He's like, you hit 180 something, 180 beats per minute um, every time you run. And I said, uh, I mean, I tried, sometimes I'm really tired and I can't. Um, and he's like, well, um, do you walk run? Like when you rock run, is that when you go out for running, like, do you run the whole time or do you walk run? And I said, I pretty much walk run. Like I'll try to make it to like a mile mark and then walk and then run and then two mile mark. Then I'll walk. Um, sometimes I try not to, but sometimes I have to walk even more frequently than that. And, and he's like, and how do you feel when you have to stop? Like, do you feel really fatigued? Do you feel really overwhelmed? Is your breathing really hard? Um, and I said, yes, all of those things. It's all very stressful. It's all very hard for me. And he goes, okay, I'm going to send you this, um, article. It's a very quick read. And I keep telling him that I read the article. I keep forgetting to tell him because we wanted to talk about it, but, um, I read it. <laughs> it's really short, so I'll post it. Actually, I'll post it on my story. Um, at, at by the seal pod plug, um, and it's basically about training under your um, maximum aerobic heart rate (M A H R) uh, for short, and basically it's um, one eighty minus your age. So my M A H R maximum aerobic heart rate is 156 155 around there and i i run with my apple watch of course so that i can i can actually see what my heart rate is at all times in in my run and it's it's an apple watch it's not it's not a garmin it's not it's not anything crazy so i don't know how it's it's accurate for me like it's what it's just what i need um but i understand there's some watches that are a little bit more accurate um, so he's, so, so my boyfriend's like, you should, you should read this and you should try it. You should try training this way. And, um, he's like, because I think your heart rate is too high for what, um, for what you're doing. I think you need to practice your heart rate a little bit slower. Um, and, okay. I have to stop for a second cause I need to take my flexi stretcher off because it's really starting to hurt and it's been on this whole time and it's been 23 minutes so um give me one second oh give me one second oh ow 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 shoot ah oh crack ow 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 beauty is pain am i right Okay. Honestly, get a flexi stretcher. If you want, if you want anything in your life, if you want legs for days in your life, get a flexi stretcher. 
at Flexi Stretcher. <laughs> um, they're owned by Russian Point, if you didn't know that. Um, okay, where was I? Oh yeah. He's like, you think I think your heart rate is too high. You should try to go out for a run and closely monitor your heart rate and see if you can keep it under uh keep it in between you know 133 beats per minute and 155 156 beats per minute so i'm like okay and he's like be be prepared to walk um and when you feel like you're you're hitting this really um high intensity breathing look the night your watch see what your heart rate is and slow down and the way that you slow down your heart rate and calm your nervous system is to take deep breaths and move slower so he's like he's like jenny be prepared you're gonna walk more than you run and you already do that you already walk run but just be prepared and just be patient so i said okay like so i read the article basically the article says that um you need to train if you're if you're doing endurance training, um, which is a really good cross train was really good cross cross training for dance. So this is why I'm advocating for it. Um, if you are doing a physical activity and hitting your maximum heart rate, that's your that's that's the maximum that your body can handle. So um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But if you're doing it often, really often, like I was, like every day, and like putting the stress on your body, you're that's what you're doing. Putting the stress into your body, there's a stress hormone that gets released um, when you're under stress, under physical stress, of course. And if it's if if your body releases this stressful, this this stress hormone um, often, it can actually have some pretty negative impacts on recovery, sleep, uh, and overall happiness, relaxation, all of those things. Not just when you're working out. So you're running or you're dancing or whatever and you're you're putting a lot of energy into what you're doing and then your body is like, holy crap, this is a lot of work I'm doing right now. Um, I'm stressed. Um, the muscles, you know, they're being pushed to their limit and then the stress hormone is released. Okay. You're also burning the fast energy stored in your muscles. It's like the sugars. Um, let me look it up. I believe it's glucose. Let me look that up. Um, I have the article right here. So you're burning um, the fast, the fast burning, the fast available energy stored in your muscles. And not not the um, not the long sustained energy that's stored in your fat cells. So that's what this is kind of about. Um, if if you're if you're relying on your fat stores, your fat cells, which we all have, um, doesn't matter how fit or how unfit you are, you have fat cells on in on your body. So when you are under this heart rate, when you're when you're in your MAHR, you are then burning up and using your fat stores, your fat cells for energy and not that quick burst of energy that you have in your muscles with the sugars. Um, a couple of things. You have 
hours and hours and hours and hours of fat cell storage. This article says about 100, 100 hours of fat cell storage um, without eating or drinking anything. Um, you can you can just you, you can operate your body can operate on your fat stores. If you're not, if you're doing, if you're, you know, above your MAHR, um, you have to, you're, you feel depleted. You feel like, oh, I have to like eat something. I feel like my, you need like fast sugar. Right. And I think we've all felt that way. And I think it's okay that we've all felt that way, but it's just, it's, I'm just talking about the, the, the level and the time and the frequency that you're feeling these things. So, so, um, I'll post this article on my story. Um, I'll put it in my, in the, I'll put it in the highlights. Um, sorry, I'm like still looking for glycogen. It's the glycogen stores. Glycogen stores is the, the other name for like, kind of like sugar or like the fast energy stored in your muscles. So I've been training this way and it was, it's weird. You know, you, you feel like you're, you're like, oh, I don't have to work as hard. You're like, and that's exactly it. You don't have to work as hard. And that's the point. You want to enjoy your running. You want to enjoy the things that you're doing. And if you're putting the stress on your body, you feel stressed. I don't know why this is such a novel uh, thought or idea for me, but it is. <laughs> if you're putting stress on your body, you're going to feel stressed. So we want to avoid that extra stress. Even if it's just induced by uh, by activity, you want to relieve that stress. Still get the workout, still burn the calories, still get the benefits of running, dancing, anything that you do, um, but none of the stress. You don't want that extra stress on the body. Okay. So I've been applying this to obviously my runs and my runs have been more and more and more successful, increasingly so. And like this is beside the point, but I was able to run four miles through, pretty much through, and I've never been able to do that before. I've always had to stop. I've always had to fight through, you know, really high beats per minute um, for my heart, really like just stressful. I just hate it. It's just stressful. It's a stressful situation for your body to be running like that. So now I'm like kind of over this little hump. I don't know what it's going to be like uh, now this week when I start running again. Um, cause I was tired yesterday because I ran on Sunday and then I tried to run again yesterday on Monday and it was, I was still tired. So I was expecting that too. Um, but I'm applying this and I'm like, oh my God, this is life changing. This is life changing. So what else can I apply this to? And I don't know if I had that specific thought, like what else can I apply this to? But I was in rehearsal um, we're rehearsing our solos, we're rehearsing a couple of group dances, and I'm starting to feel myself get stressed. Obviously, you're high up in the in the air. Um, we we work pretty high up in our studio at Ariel Dance Chicago, and we're getting ready for performance. So we're running everything full out, we're trying to get artistry together, we're trying to get counts together. There's a lot to think about. Um so I'm like, I think about, I was like, my heart rate is probably really high. Let me think about calming myself down. Let me think about deeper breathing, even though I'm wearing a mask too, of course. So you have to think about the mask. Let me think about 
my heart rate going down and becoming more relaxed and my energy becoming more streamlined into this task at hand, which is completing this piece, right? And something changed. Something happened. Um, I am able to breathe. I'm able to you know, we can't fully control our heartbeat, our heart rate. Like you can't, like you can, you, your, your brain can tell your hand to open and close, but your brain can't tell your heart to stop beating. It's not a, it's not a voluntary muscle. We know this. Um, but I feel like I have this other sense, this other tapped in sense of like, all right, I know how to calm myself down. I do this when I run and now I can do it when I dance. And when I'm in the air and then I can worry about what I always want to worry about, which is becoming a more artful dancer and not this like ball of stress, you know, while I'm performing. I want to be an artful person. So now as I'm thinking about calming myself down, I'm kind of now doing that, you know, more subconsciously. It's not on the forefront of my mind. Now what's on the forefront of my mind is you know, reaching further and doing more and being efficient with my energy, but but fully dancing like I want to be. And it feels so much better than just focusing on how tired you are and how, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but focusing how tired you are and focusing on, you know, how hard and how fast and like how much more of the dance we have to do still, you know, all of that. When you can stop all of that chatter in your brain, and it's hard. It's hard to stop that chatter in your brain. But trying to just mute it just a little bit for just enough time to feel like you can start some deep breathing and focus on what's really important, which which is this piece um, and your safety, of course. So then I was like, oh, my God, I can do this. I can try to do this in every physically stressful situation. I can try to do this in dance classes in workout classes, obviously when I run, obviously when I'm in the air. This is a huge, huge breakthrough. And I wish, I wish I would have, I was told this earlier. My boyfriend's probably like, John, I've been telling you this for years. Um, But not like this, not like this and not this concrete and not, not this effective. Like this is so effective for some reason for me. It's so effective. So I I want to pass this information along. Um, again, I'm going to put this article on my highlights so it'll always be there. And it's a really quick re- read and it's very easy to digest. It's, there's not a whole lot of doctor speak. There's not a whole lot of crazy information that you're like, okay, I don't even know. It's not like the ACT, um, but it's it's really comprehensive. And there's a couple of um, big wigs in the racing industry, like the like running and all that, that when they start this training, this like train fat, train slow, run, uh, race fast, I think it's called, um, that have, they start out really slow and it's like, holy crap, this is so slow. And then in a matter of weeks, months, years, there's a huge difference in their training in their times, um, and in their comfort levels of what they're doing. Um, the only time that I can really like let my heart rate just go and do whatever it wants is in core power. 
Um, because it's good. I think it's good to, you know, hit your heart rate and we do work on fast twitch muscles, especially in core power. So I go for it then, but I know that I can, if I don't want to that day, or if I'm feeling really stressed, I know how to calm myself or at least try to calm myself down and, you know, keep myself working at the most optimal level. Um, yeah. So I encourage you to, you know, read this article. I'm obviously going to post it and tell me how it goes for you. Um, if you're young, like if you're middle school, high school, this is great for you. Um, I would suggest doing some sort of, I know it's hard right now, but just doing some sort of like outside activity. Um, like if you have access to a gym or a treadmill or even an elliptical or, a yoga class or a weights class, something like that. If you have access to anything like that, even like on YouTube, you can you have access to anything on YouTube. Um, just something that's outside of dance because when you're at dance, there's a lot to think about. So it's good to have some practice and a couple of weeks of just like doing some outside activity. It's good for you anyways. I'm going to say that. It's good for you anyways. Um, to have some outside activity and to, to practice this mindfulness, this mind-body connection to what you think is uncontrollable, which is like how hard you're working or how hard you're going to need to work. Yes, you need to work hard, but I think there's a way to sort of control the way that you look at it and control the way that your body responds to it. Um, so yes, that's that's my big my big idea for this week um, and what I was working on a little bit last week. Um, yeah, you guys, that is that is all I have for us this week. Um, lots of big ideas, lots of big um, discoveries, at least for me. Um, hopefully it is for you too. That'd be pretty sick. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening every single week. I love doing my podcast. It really is kind of like a unloading of sorts. Um, if you'd like to follow us on us, it's just me doing this. Um, on Instagram, it's at Buns of Steel Pod. And then there's me at Jenna Brady with the G and one N. And yeah, write in. Tell me how you feel about this training. If you read the article um, that's on my highlights, um, any of that stuff, I'd love to know. Um, keep dancing, keep doing what you love. Keep taking those ballet classes. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.